We are talking about understanding the will of God. And let's continue again reading from 1 Thessalonians chapter 4. Paul was writing there. He said, Brethren, we request and exhort you in the Lord Jesus, that as you receive from us instruction as to how you ought to walk, and so please God, just as you actually do walk, that you excel still more. For you know what commandments we give you by the authority of the Lord Jesus. What is that? He said, For this is the will of God, your sanctification. And this is the meaning of sanctification. That is, that you abstain from sexual immorality, that each one of you know how to possess his own vessel in sanctification and honor, not in lustful passion, just like these Gentiles who do not know God. Now, we have been talking about the fact that God has a specific will for each of our lives, especially those of us who are believers in Christ Jesus. Everybody on this earth, all right, God knows you by name. He had a plan for your life before you were born. You were not just brought into this life by accident. What he said to Jeremiah applies to everybody. He said to Jeremiah, before you were born, I knew you. Before you were conceived, I had ordained you as a prophet to the nations. So I'm not finding a will for you now because I found you jobless. There is a reason why I brought you to life. Like I always say, once I was talking with my mother, we were saying some things, and she had raised a particular question about an issue in my life and ministry and all of that. And I said to her, are we going to say that because it is not making money, we will not do the reason why God allowed you to conceive me. That was the question I asked my mother. Whether ministry is paying me or it's not paying me is totally besides the point. It is that this is the reason I was born. Jesus said, will I say, Father, deliver me from this hour? That is when he was thinking about going to the cross. He said, but for this cause, I came to this hour. That is, it is not possible for me to say I will not go to the cross. When indeed God brought me to this earth, he said, a body he has prepared for me so that I can offer myself as a sacrifice. There was a time that Esther uh, found herself as a queen, all right, in the kingdom of Ahasuerus. The Jews were now in distress, and the people did not even know she was a Jew. And Mordecai said to her, just check it. Maybe this is the reason why God brought you to the throne for such a time as this, so that even though Esther's life was in danger, if she tried to intervene, but the point is that this was why you were brought to the palace. If you don't fulfill that function, you will eventually lose that seat. That's what's going to happen. And that's what a lot of us don't realize. We're not brought to this earth so that we can just come and build a house. We're not brought to this earth so that we too we can enjoy. No. Each person was born for a particular purpose. We have been explaining that. And you must never forget it. Any day you wake up, say, Lord, what is the purpose of my life? I hope I am walking in it. Lead me in the path of righteousness for your name's sake. That is, help me so I can walk closer. Listen, let me quickly drop this one also. No matter how closely you are walking in the will of God for your life, no matter how much you are walking in the will of God for your life, you can still do better. Let me say that again. You can still do better. He said, the reason why I was called to be a preacher, that is true. And right now I am preaching. That is very good. But then, are you preaching all you are supposed to preach? Are you going everywhere you are supposed to be preaching all you are supposed to preach? Do you understand? Those are the things we are talking about. You can always get better. Please, we are emphasizing that fact. So everybody has a specific will for the person's life. Now, there's another thing we said. There is a general will. And that's why I read from this First Thessalonians um, chapter 4. And let me quickly say to everybody here, the only thing that God wants us really okay, to do in walking in his will we already understand what his will is. His will is that when he created it, everything, so he must have had a set of rules and regulations, instructions by which we are supposed to walk. Secondly, he knows each person by name, so he has what he wants you to do in life. Now, what I want to emphasize, like I said something last time, we're talking about that millipede. You do not have to personally know, be consciously aware of the fine details of the will of God for your life, yet you can walk in them 
without knowing the fine details consciously. The way by which you do it, like I said, we read from that uh, book of uh, Philippians chapter 2, that it said, it is God that is at work within you, both to will and to do. That is, God is causing his will to come out of your life. I said something last time, that what we now need to do by ourselves is to put ourselves in a place where that will can work itself out. And that's what I'm going to explain. So when Paul said, this is the will of God, he said, your sanctification. It is interesting. He was writing to a church that has maybe hundreds, maybe thousands of people. These letters were going to circulate to the other churches. It was not just the church in Thessalonica that was going to read it. Yet he stated clearly that the will of God is just one thing. He said, this is the will of God, your sanctification. Let me say it again. He's saying to every Christian, the will of God is that you are sanctified. That is, sanctification refers to living a holy life. Sanctification refers to how you conduct yourself in the affairs, the moral affairs of life, in the business affairs of life, and how you use your body. Because Paul now explained it. He said, what is sanctification? That you abstain from sexual immorality. That applies to everybody. Every human being knows what sexual immorality is. A married man having girlfriends outside, or an unmarried man, all right, sleeping with every woman he finds. That is what he said Gentiles do. All right? People who don't know God, that is their characteristic behavior. He said no one should transgress or defraud his brother. It matters. When you take somebody's money, return it. When you buy from something from somebody, pay the fellow. You understand? Now, these are the things Paul calls sanctification. We can go ahead and continue expanding the meaning of the word sanctification. When you witness something, don't tell a lie. If you are a returning officer in an election, don't change the figures. That is what he calls sanctification. That is what he calls sanctification. We must bear these things in mind. Now, and Paul said that is the will of God. It is interesting for somebody to say that is all the will of God is. You know why Paul was saying like that? If we do these things, which is what I call the general will of God, the specific will of God becomes very easy for you to discover. And many times you don't even discover them. You just work in them. Do you understand the point I'm making? That is, you find out that Paul, at the time, he wanted to go and preach. He knew he was a preacher. He wanted to preach in one city he could not enter. He tried to go to another city. He said the Holy Spirit stopped them from entering. And then after he tried that two or three times, the man was tired and he slept. And then, during the night, somebody appeared to him in a vision and said, come over to Macedonia and help us. And he just perceived that that is God, all right, Telling, them, telling him to go to Macedonia. So he got up and went to Macedonia, and, I, and a great and effectual door was opened for him there. Now, first of all, now this is a mistake a lot of us now make. When we want to teach about the will of God, we say how to interpret dreams. Listen to me. Interpretation of dreams is not a skill you need to learn as an individual. I'm not saying there are not people who can interpret dreams. We know the scriptures. Joseph was able to interpret dreams. Daniel was able to interpret dreams. But we are not aware that David interpreted dreams. We are not aware that Abraham interpreted dreams. Nor did Paul even having special way by, of interpreting dreams. You understand? The only dreams of Paul that we are aware of, they were very clear. So you don't need to go out trying to learn how to interpret your dreams. Most of the dreams that many of us dream, they are inconsequential. They mean nothing. You can dream that you bought a brand new car. It is the desire of your heart that is speaking to you at night. It's not as if God is telling you. All right? If you had money, you will go and buy. Now, I'm trying to make an issue here. Knowing the will of God, therefore, is not learning how to hear your spirit, which is what um, Christians often do. They start, they, they start training themselves how to hear your spirit speak. I hear those things taught sometimes. I'm sorry, I do not think it's a necessary skill that everybody must learn. What each person must learn is what Paul called the will of God. 
He said, the will of God is your sanctification. That is, you can get up in the morning and say, this is my body, I will tell you how to behave. That girl is not your wife, don't touch. Don't even look. Don't desire. That money is not your own, don't touch. Don't even look. Don't desire. That is what is called the will of God. That is what is called the will of God. The will of God is not, oh, I have prayed, and God has told me, this is the job I am going to do. Yes, that may be, but that is specific, and it can be questioned. But the one we cannot question is that, Yes, I should work and be productive. That is the will of God. If I'm working, I should be diligent and be effective in the work that I do. That is the will of God. If I'm working, I should make sure that, listen, anything that's placed in my hand will come out excellently, like we found the case of Joseph that we referred to earlier and the case of Daniel. That is the will of God. And that is what we call the general will of God. Let me say it again as I close, that if you work in the general will of God, the specific will of God will take care of itself. If you walk in sanctification, if you walk in, if you walk away from youthful loss, then you will find yourself in the center of the specific will of God for your life. I hope you get the point I'm making there. You have just listened to a radio message by Pastor Banky. More of these and other messages are available from our website, kwm.com.ng. To contact us, write us at Radio Sermons at gmail.com and do not forget to do your part in spreading the kingdom of God by sharing this message with someone else. Thank you for listening and may the fruit of this word blossom in your life.